Yeah. We at the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast, infused with hip hop, would love to send our heartfelt condolences to the memory of Harold Hogue. I call him Big Hogue. You know him as Ice Train. He was passed away at the tender age of 56, according to Diamond Dallas Page. This This hits different. This was different, man. It it, it really does. It it hits different because we had we had a relationship with Ice Train. Like we there's an inside running joke amongst us about him not being all that tech savvy. So that's why we never actually got the interview. We never got the match in the ring. We have we have been talking to this man for at this point close to four years. Three, four years, like for real. And it's it started off as a joke with him uh and Will Hobbs. Yes. Which is why we wanted to get him on. Right. That morphed into us wanting like trying our damnedest to get Teddy Long on a surprise reunion with him. Teddy Long used to manage Ice Train as part of uh, right. Fire and Ice with uh Scott Flash Norton. Actual factuals. And uh because of Big Hogue's lack of savviness when it came to tech and, and our in our schedules, and that we and listen, I'm in my heart of hearts. I want to believe that there is absolutely no way he is he was that inadequate on the no, tech. No, no. It, it's not that he can't. There's no willingness to engage. <laughs> that it. That it. In extra technical activities, <laughs> like look, which ironically, typically. In the world that me and Suave come from, and the people we've been around, and how we've like, like groomed ourselves over the years, and right. ironically, we we become one of the same person by doing this type of stuff. Right. We don't mess with people that act like this. He became more endearing to us because of this. It's <laughs> like he's he okay. So Wood is completely right about the the post. Like there's a, we had a social post and we saw Will Hobbs. We're like. Ice Train Jr. So we posted it to the socials and he actually liked it. So we extended the, the invitation to come on the show and it was like some people we we interact with it and kind of do that invite. It takes a while for them to get back to us or you know the universe has to line up for us to finally get in the same space. Literally same day that message was sent he was already like man I love what you guys are doing. Let's get something. To Had go. no idea he was already a pencil pusher. Right, like that was one of the cooler moments. It was, it was a, uh, it was, it popped us. Pause. Yeah, because we're still, we're still children. We're still here. children. I'm, I'm really happy about the fact that we're having this conversation. We're laughing the entire time, so it's not as somber as it felt when we got the news. But, but um, it, it's it's sobering because first it was Jack. When we, right. we we got New Jack, we didn't. We, it was just we shot a shot. The shot went swish. We were we weren't expecting a forty five foot jumper to go swish. That, that's because that's because Jin Jack was doing scouting. Jim, let, just keep it real. Jin Jack was doing some scouting. <laughs> well, we know now. We know now. We, we got the origin story on how that happened. Jin Jack was doing some scouting and was like, "Hey, you need to, you need to see you need to see what's going on over here." That. The, the pen game and the show is that hey, you need to see what they talking about. And let's be very clear. 
the benefits it, of a good woman in your life. It was us. It was the last show that he did. I forgot what it was, but it was in Canada, which he basically gave them everything he gave us. Yeah. And then it was another mm-hmm. TV, and I'm throwing that in air quotes, interview. You know who the, who it is. He's 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 the most heralded vulture that that you know we talking about. I'm good, but Brody. We the whole dark side run started with us with Jack. Hey, look, it's it's. I'm some not stuff I'm not capping this, at all. It's some stuff on our resume that you just can't take off. And then. With us getting Teddy, shouts out Tony Snow. Love you, Tony Snow, for that. And no, then you can't ban the snowman, El Jefe. El, El Jefe Antonio Nieve. <laughs> Dominate on all streaming platforms. Yeah. Shout I, out to CG. Shout out to uh, DJ Danger One, who I, I, I don't know where that guy is, but he's amazing. He, he's right. And, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Some guy named Suave Burgundy, you know. He, he apparently he right. knows how to put a word together. He, he, he forms sentences with punctuations. Use words and <laughs> words. Sentences. Words fail. And uh, Ted, Teddy, like we we were about this close to, to getting my all time favorite. Like we could have ended the whole podcast if we would have got the uh, the late uh, Hacksaw Butch Reed. Man. But but we were right there with that one. Yep. And we we've literally had Big Hogue on the hook for the last three four years, man. And just, to, it, just it got to the point where we just send a message just to check in. <laughs> we like, hey bro, everything good? Yeah, we just checking in with you. Like we're gonna get you on here at some point. And all whatever whatever we did, he he rocked with, and uh, so. Uh, Big Hogue, Ice Train, this one's for you, man. This this, this show this show is yours, man. Absolutely. We're pulling up some old nitros this week. We're going to pull up some of them uh, early 90s and mid 90s WCW pay-per-views. We're going to celebrate the right way. Uh, yeah, Fire and Ice. And we're going to see some of the solo Ice Train. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, that, was, that was good TV. Uh, Shouts out to my son, uh, Danger2, a.k.a. JBL. Uh, okay. he uh, he he was reaching out about Ice Train. He wasn't aware of who Ice Train was, and actually, it's before his time. But now he can actually access the the network and go back and check some of that vintageness out. Speaking hey, this, this is a segue. Go ahead, Swa. Go ahead. No, I didn't have nothing. Go ahead. Okay, this is a segue. Speaking of what you talking about, the WWE Network. Let's talk about the evolution. Of the WWE Network for a second. A Billy, a Billy, a Billy, a Billy, a Billy. Before there was an app, uh-huh. there was a uh, there was a cable network that was twenty four. Matter of fact, it was called twenty four seven. I do remember this, and it just was a jukebox of all things WWE right uh, Coliseum home videos that would that yes. were that were truncated into like 2 hour segments round table run, discussions countdowns yeah. and that were was the precursor to what became in 2014 the WWE network facts WWE network at one point they they would have you would always be able to go and pick what you wanted to watch but they also had a live running schedule of shows to where if you just wanted to turn it on and just essentially just watch it like you would watch ESPN all day, 
same same and same. they would have it lined up they'd run this pay-per-view then come behind and run two or three episodes of legends house then go to some interview segments of the legend series with jbl just all different types of content and it's Brief. it's amazing to see how it's developed yeah and, and so even when the network was a downloadable thing here in the united states when they were going for international clearance the network was still a channel in canada right fast forward you get affiliations with major league baseball they revamp the app things get better and yep. then there's a bag that happens when they have to redo the network and mm -hmm. then it became part of the comcast family as part of peacock and they stripped away a lot of the fun <laughs> they they stripped away a lot of the fun that the wwe app was but they still gave you a ton of that content but a lot of it got pulled for a couple of different reasons. One being there was there's some stuff in the WWE library that is a little too risque for an NBC affiliate app over the top platform. Excuse me. Excuse me. There 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 are some moments in WWE's history that you probably don't want to relive if you weren't there the first time to see it. And there's the fact that there's moments from WCW that aren't always the greatest. ECW had its issues, not the, not the least of the least of, well, not the least of being um, their their refusal to clear music, but still use it. So that's why now you have a completely generic sound bed for all entrances. And New Jack matches, which New Jack is, matches don't it, even have commentary anymore. Damn, <laughs> it's just one long music video of a fist fight <laughs> with weapons being used. It used to be natural born killers on a loop, and a ton of Joey Styles saying, "Oh my God!" <laughs> yes, yep. yes, back when Joey Styles was calling pay per views solo for three hours. Out of there, all that stuff's out of there. Say. That's that's goat level stuff. But so yes, why that. why am I bringing you bringing you the past in in a in a quick two minutes? Because those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. That's part of it. I'm gonna give you a okay. bell for that. All right, bell for me. Suave. Yeah, we have seen not one but two of the biggest coups WWE has pulled ever. Even bigger than the WCW purchase. Bigger? Bigger. Pause. Pause. Okay. All right. Number one. Let's start Number with the one. let's start with the board of directors. This okay. is your daily acknowledgement. Wait, who are we acknowledging now? <laughs> Apparently the new head of the table, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> They said it was going to do something that never been done. Now I'm interested. I'm like, hmm, is, is, is WrestleMania going to be for a, a seat on the board? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he has been affectionately known as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And some people, some sectors, they, 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 they don't call him The Rock because of legal reasons. They're scared to. Nothing was ever going to happen if you did it. But it was associated with WWE because WWE technically owned the name. Right. 
The Rock, along with Nick Khan, are now on the seat of the board of directors for TKO Holdings. Bling, bling. Every time I come around, you see that bling, bling. That also came with Dwayne Johnson grabbing his name, The Rock. I personally want to annoy Nick Khan as the greatest wingman of all time. It's different. That is a childhood friend. His that's show, that's your day one coming through clutch. He might as well be in the bloodline. Why you why you BSing? <laughs> hey, why you hey Nick Khan might be Samoan dynasty at this point. Cause that, like I said, the wingman work, taking one for the team, working the job, facilitating the move. How long has Nick Khan been there? Cause this is about a five year play that just we saw come to fruition. Fam, how about this? Vince McMahon is technically unemployed, correct? He's on the board of directors at TKO, but he's technically like he doesn't have a position within WWE. Would that be correct? He's enjoying his golden years, yeah. Would it be safe to say that Dwayne Johnson has more pull in WWE now politically than Vince McMahon does because of who's in power? When you add up all the players that are at the table, yes. <laughs> yes. Here, here's, what, here's what's crazy. Believe it. Here's what's crazier. This whole head of the table idea. Uh huh. Roman can't even sit at this one. <laughs> you see the levels and the layers, and we haven't, we ain't had one promo. We ain't started telling out one story. Like, just what you can speak about right here, right now, is captivating enough for you to want to see what happens next. Now, this is why Rock versus Roman is your WrestleMania 40 main event. I said, I'm sorry. I said two. Uh oh. WWE has their new home for Monday Night Raw. Where is that? Netflix. Mmm. We volleyed that back and forth across this this uh, this ep- across this podcast on several different occasions where we thought about where it can end up. Would it be ESPN Plus? Would it be Hulu? Would it be an over the top platform? Would it be Amazon Prime? And Netflix. I was certain. Outside. I was certain it was Amazon Prime for a number of reasons. They we had- even heard FX. They tested the waters and have successfully ventured off into doing live programming with the NFL. They have the bandwidth. Hell, the NFL's schedule was curated by AWS. It doesn't get mm-hmm. much more dynamic than that. But but didn't I tell you, with all the changes that Netflix was making, like how they were they were cracking down on on account sharing. And it seems like they were adding more to the monthly subscription price, but not necessarily giving you more. There was content. no value. There was no value. There was no value. And the next step for them was either to start start buying some content to add or go into the live sports realm. Oh, but suave. So ah. so to to date, mm-hmm. I only re- recall, I believe, a comedy show. I think there was a concert no that thing the concert was Amazon so it was a comedy show and a reality show finale that was fumbled 
in real time. In real time, have been the only live things on Netflix that I that I can recall. <sighs> give give them the ticket on the bag, Suave. How much they walking out with that Birkin for? Five. Five. So not not hundred, not thousand. It's not fifty thousand. A billy, 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 Dr. Evil has struck again. Five billion dollars. I don't, I don't really know. How much was the Fox deal for just SmackDown? Two billion over five years. They just got five billion for Raw. Two not to mention point what they got five for- times. Two point five times for Raw. There is more to this deal. So there is more to this deal. And and just just so people who uh, may not be in the know, SmackDown is coming back to USA, and uh, NXT is going to the CW Network. And CW is, is under a massive rebrand at this wait, time as well. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What, what, what the, it is? The CW network is now now known professionally across the board as the CW. Okay. So name change, but it's still the same. Same, same, but different. Right. Uh, you know, we know. This is also the home of the National Wrestling Alliance. So mm-hmm. you have the National Wrestling Alliance and World Mr. Wrestling Corgan. Entertainment, Mr. Corgan, under the same on on the same app for essentially the same network. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Right, because the, there's some there's some very cool possibilities that could come from that. Peel back these um, layers of this onion. Facts. So. There's five Billy in the U.S. Monday Night Raw will go to Netflix in the year 2025. So we will enjoy this last year of Raw on the USA Network. And in 2025, it's live streaming on Netflix. Raw just had episode 1600. All but maybe 100 of those episodes have been on the USA Network. The other ones were on the national network. Yes, the, which later became Spike TV. Which is now became, Paramount. Right, yes. Um, so that's domestically. Internationally, all of WWE's content will be on Netflix. Everything. So, Raw, SmackDown, NXT pay-per-views tough enough legends house uh 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 and i'm being facetious when i do this so don't nobody don't quote us on this (laughs) i mean you know how the internet is people are stupid like i'm making jokes about shows that don't even have first run content anymore essentially the same thing that happened when peacock went uh, or took the wwe network and you had the wwe network overseas now that's happening with things that are the main things, the main pieces of this pie from overseas uh, that you're mm-hmm. watching are now going to Netflix. 
Yes. Now all the network component, the WWE network components, like the library and all that, that remains with Peacock as they still have a lease on that. What a time to be alive. So we're in what year three or five for Peacock? Mm, is it three? For some reason, I feel like we're at five already. We might be. We might be. I might be. You know, I might be turning the clock a little slower than everybody else. Who knows? I'm trying to remember. Uh, sh- wow, 2021. See? Oh, so we in year wait, four? Wait, hold on. So no, this so that was, was, we're not that we're still in three. Four would start on August uh, April the fourth. They said the. Uh, the standalone network ceased operations in the U.S. on April the 4th, 2021. Right. So, yeah. Um, 20, April, like, was it WrestleMania was the first? No, it was. It, we, did, we did get a WrestleMania was the first. We got WrestleMania 37 on Peacock. Was It was the. Uh, the in it, Tampa. It was the, 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 the outside when, when they went back outside, right? The redo. And, and you. And you had a bunch of glitches during the during the broadcast because that was like their first try. And, on it, and it was raining. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. That's Drew versus Bobby. That's uh um, Sasha versus uh not Sasha, um Bianca versus uh Chick Flair. No, that's 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 uh you had it right the first time. That's Sasha Sasha and, Sasha and, uh, and uh, Bianca. Bianca. Oh, yeah. that's right, because it was they were both black in the main event. That's right. That's right. Yep, that's that's uh Bray Wyatt ran the Orton. Oh man, that, oh man. Well, the, the return of the fiend from like the metamorphosis of the fiend. That, from being brutally burned, like yeah, it, it's a different time. But yes, <laughs> it's a different time. Yeah, you just have to, yeah. Still a good mania though, especially considering it was back yeah. outside at twenty five percent capacity. It was still worth every every well, minute of the watch, and it was the the rain delay wasn't wasn't that long. It was enough to scare everybody that was in attendance, including Michael Cole, who was visibly shaken. <laughs> current, current current AEW World Heavyweight Champion Samoa Joe was on commentary. Oh, uh, greatness! Greatness. It was a correspondent. Like it, it's a, you know what? I'm gonna go back and watch that WrestleMania just to see. If it makes me feel different, we now we need to go back and do a weekly recap after Mania. I mean, so after Royal Rumble, I say a weekly recap of a WrestleMania. I like it. I like it. So we'll definitely put a pin in that, and we'll 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 revisit. So we'll watch one WrestleMania per week, and we'll review that WrestleMania for you, and we'll probably randomize it. As a matter of fact, I like that absolutely. even better. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We can't do them in order. Randomize. Yeah, randomize that though. Yeah. All right. Um Man, that that's a that's a lot. That's 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 the show. Schwab takes <laughs> <laughs> Like like look, okay, peek behind peek behind the curtain. We were we were going back and forth about when we were gonna do this show because we were trying to get it get it situated last week and then we had this whole there was one news story that's that made us say, you know what? Let's wait till after Raw to see how this shakes out and then we'll record the show. Well, the one news story we were waiting on turned out to be a whole bunch of nothing. Well, much to do about nothing. Much to do. (laughs) Everything that came out right after that is what makes this show so much better and now we're glad we waited. That one news story we were waiting on to shake out was uh, Seth Rollins' health. Because apparently in his match with 
And first of all, there will be no gender Mahal slander on this podcast at all. Let's let's get that. Let's get let's make that clear. We will not we hinder will, gender. We will not hinder gender. Not on this show. Not now. Not not ever. ever. But uh, in Seth Rollins' most recent title defense against Jinder Mahal, he suffered what um, he later came to unveil, a grade two tear of his MCL and a partially torn meniscus, which by itself is enough to make the average individual sit down for the rest of 2024. Yeah, that was me in 2015. Even even your your top tier athletes might look at something like a maybe a six month hiatus. One, because you want the swelling to go down before you actually get into the operating situation. You have your operation. There's a time for some healing to go on, and then and even even he time. said two to three. Right. Yeah. You have a certain amount of time that you have to wait before you actually start rehabbing. He himself said three months, maybe three, possibly four. And he was like, I don't plan on missing WrestleMania. Can you tell the viewers and listeners when WrestleMania is this year? What's the date? I believe it's April the 2nd. I can I'm double check my, my numbers here. Yeah, let's do our Googles for, you know, for uh, April 6th, April 6th, April 6th in Philadelphia. He met, he hurt this knee on what June the fifteenth? January the fifteenth. So January the fifteenth, you heard it. And today, <laughs> today <laughs> is Tuesday, January twenty third. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty and twenty four for four. Would you like fries with that, sir? Always. No sauce. All right. What dipping sauce would you prefer? Today I'm going ghost pepper. I need I need a little spice in my life. I'm gonna go with the ghost pepper. <laughs> you've been driving. You've been driving through Popeyes. Uh, they're in Wendy's, but I ain't I ain't stopping Popeyes though. I, I'm, I'm, they, I'm. Hey, I'm, look, I'm, they owe us a check for the just for saying that. Mint, yeah, both so. of them do. Let the church say. Hey, man. What's that I said about focus? We don't lose focus. Not never. We don't. We, we don't lose focus. January fifteenth, uh, Seth Seth gets hurt. Yes. April sixth puts that just under three months. You ain't a hundred percent, fam. If you go under that knife, he. I mean, but this ain't his first time doing this either. The like, first time he was it. gone almost a year. It was like nine months, wasn't it? So, okay, when he blew his knee completely out the year 2016, Mm -hmm. that's where he ended up missing WrestleMania 32 that was here in Dallas. Yeah. And that's when him and Roman were supposed to have their first WrestleMania main event. And it ended up being Triple H versus Roman. Didn't. Okay. I've never had an issue with Roman like that, but a great deal of the people in attendance were not on the bandwagon as of yet. They had not realized that that acknowledging their tribal chief was what was best for business. They did not know what we saw back then. They didn't know greatness from a hole in the wall. This was a guy who in real life was so cool that you there was no way you knew how to properly script him 
And depending on the city, he was either getting cheered or he was getting jeered. And, and that man beat cancer two out of three falls, two straight. <laughs> that doesn't happen on TV ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Not even in Texas when it was a weekly thing. <laughs> you feel me? But, what up, what up, Mark Lawrence? World class up in this thing. But, but yes, um, Seth was out for quite some time. Um, I want to say made his return at Money in the Bank that year. Was it Money in the Bank? It's it's something it's something close to that, like somewhere in that in that situation. Because it was at the end of I want to say it was the end of 2015 when um when the whole situation happened with him blowing his knee out to begin with because that's what that's what caused the tournament because remember there was at survivor series in 2015 there was a tournament for um for the world heavyweight championship Mm -hmm. that's what we thought they were gonna rehash the 1998 story with basically making with roman playing the part of the rock if you remember survivor series 1998 Bingo, you already know. If not, that's a reason to go watch and educate yourself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Seth Seth spent some time on the shelf. That was back. it. That was actually uh January 2017. Uh, ironically, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and then isn't 33 is when he does his he has the match with Triple H at, at uh WrestleMania 33, right? Uh who uh Seth? Or Roman. Yes. Uh, Seth E. Yeah, because 33 is Roman and The Undertaker in the main event. I think it is. Seth makes his 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 triumphant Fe- February of that year, uh, Triple H attacked him and re-injured the knee. And then with the debut of Samoa Joe, there was like a tweak of the knee literally the week of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it... it Seth has had issues. He's had knee issues reoccurring throughout his WWE run, and it always seems to rear its ugly head at around, WrestleMania. At time. WrestleMania in January, no less. <laughs> so we were like, hmm, what could you end up doing? What does this mean? Are you going to have to reshuffle the deck? And then we get the announcement that says, well, Seth Rollins is going to address his future on Monday Night Raw. We thought that only meant first. one thing. We thought we was getting a title relinquish and 1992, you're on line one. Bingo. <laughs> we finna go 1992 style. Who's gonna be Flair? And boy, were we wrong. But we should have known that Kung Fu Panda was in full regalia because not only only did we get the babyface declaration that I will not miss WrestleMania. He did it while wearing a broken pencil booking company green suit. Head to toe shrouded in the colors that make wrestling funny. I know what I know what you're doing. I know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, we see what we see what you're doing. We see what you're doing. Your and we'll allow at, it. What you're looking at. <laughs> we'll allow it you know what i'm saying like you're the you're the champ right now we'll allow it um but yeah during that promo we were like mm, so is seth just gonna go to the crib or we're waiting on damian priest music to hit 
didn't get that. So I'm like, okay, they're they're probably really gone. Are the days of the 30 day title defense rule? Nah, them days over, homeboy. So he can he, essentially. And some people still still try to go by that too. They try to use it on Roman all the time. Still real to me, damn it. Roman's doing more numbers with less work. That's a smarter champion. At this point, it's part of the heel persona. He's he's never there. It makes you hate him more. And but when he is there, he's bringing the hat and showing you why he doesn't have to defend the title because he already beat everybody that's going after the title. Literally, God, everybody. Godmode.com. And Christian, Christian Cage pandering too. He's talking about he a level above God mode. I mean, look, Christian is doing some of the finest work he's done in years. He's, he's doing cook. goat level heel work. Let that man cook. He is one of the bright spots going on in Jacksonville. So let's not let us not sour and sully the good things that are going on in Jacksonville. He is so good and has such a nice resume. He does not need to mention Stanford. At this point, we're doing whatever to stay above water. We're trying to get a TV deal, and the more eyes that end up on the product because of something that someone says, I mean, at this point, can you argue with it? Where did, speaking of TV in AEW, while we're all, all over the, while we're, yeah, we just, while we're channel surfing. That's, that, that, hey, that, that's the new title of the episode, channel surfing. <laughs> that's it right there. Wow. <laughs> While we're channel you never surfing. lose focus. Where where in the hell did you find AEW All Access? On Max. <laughs> we can't we can't get Dynamite Archives, Rampage, Pay-Per-View, Pay-Per-View, but AEW All Access Season 1 Max is on Max. Who is in charge of negotiating? Because whoever it is, I just want to help. Other things, I don't have, other I don't things to, buried I, on Max, by the way. Winning time. Great show. Oh, my God. Terrible Finally ending. saw that. Finally saw that. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Binged it. Enjoyed it greatly. Magic. They made some people look like absolute opposite of what they've been advertised to be for all these years. The, the worst of them all is the fact that you had Norm Nixon's son play Norm Nixon and look just like Norm Nixon. He looked more like Norm Nixon than Norm Nixon did. That was hilarious. <laughs> that that was like a hilarious Easter egg if you're a sports fan to that level. Because I um, was like, that looks like Norm, but Norm ain't that young. I tell you what else is on there too. Rap. I heard. I heard rap. Uh, rap bleep is um <laughs> is has been canceled. Has been canceled. Uh, another Issa Rae production. Yeah. I. I mean. I. I. After watching it. I not. Yes, I liked it. I. I actually, I loved it. Thought it was. I thought it was good. I but I also. I also see. I saw midway. Not even midway. I think I was in episode three of season one. I saw how or why that show got canceled. Ah, okay. You you can let me know that after the fact. Yeah, See, yeah. Here here's the thing with me. Uh oh. <laughs> as, as an art, you no. Know, as an as an artist, as a rap artist, I have a hard time watching rap artist centric shows. 
because you, there's always something about it I don't care you for. You will relate on so many. Being, That's the other part. Being if I relate from to it where much, we met, being from where we met, you will not be sour on this show. Okay. It'll, it'll bring back too many good, bad, and ugly memories about your journey. It it depends because it yeah like my you won't goodness, be you won't be triggered you'll be you'll be pleasantly entertained. I'm gonna take your word for it that I won't be triggered because that was my whole reason for not watching. Shout out, shout out, Space Los Coast to Coast. Space Los wasn't triggered. He also loved it. Space Los is way way more easygoing. Logo Los is way more easygoing about a lot of rap stuff than I am. I'm easily triggered because I'm like. If we doing business, we doing business. If we doing homeboy stuff, we doing homeboy stuff. Pause. <laughs> but don't, don't mix the two or misconstrue it. And then when I ask you about it, it's nah. I thought this was on the homie discount. And then when I when I try to get that same love reciprocated, oh no, nah, we doing business. A word. Right on. So we 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 got off the rails. We didn't lose focus because we're gonna bring it back. We were talking about. Kung Fu Panda in his knee situation. Yeah. Do you remember who else was involved with Kung Fu Panda during that whole Triple H thing in 2017? You mentioned them about in Wrestle before dealing with WrestleMania 37. 37. You, you, meant, you mentioned him talking about 37, but he was also involved in the 2017 storyline with his knee. Joe. Correct. So Samoa so Soul. Uh, during the build to WrestleMania, because uh, Rollins had gone to NXT, and this is during prime NXT, not the not the other stuff, not the developmental. Like I mean, like black black and black NXT. and gold, white hot, black, black and gold. gold supreme. Like this is <laughs> this is like where all main eventers. The Saturday show was putting pressure on the Sunday show. That NXT pay per views were showed, the pay per views were can't miss. Right, Rollins showed up there. You know, like everything was, they were kind of going outside of the box a little bit, making things kind of cool. And then on a segment on Monday Night Raw, uh, Triple H is, you know, playing his role. And then all of a sudden there's there's a hired assassin that shows up to get on, get on Seth Rollins' case, happens to be Samoa Joe. And Joe goes for a, for a rear naked choke, but jumps on Seth's back. And when he does that, Seth's knee buckles. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Nasty. <laughs> what you call it? Nasty work? That's nasty work. Nasty work. work. <laughs> no bing bong. Hey, yo, don't you ever disrespect me. Don't you ever disrespect me. me. <laughs> but yeah, that knee buckled and it was like you could see the way he had to wrap it up to get through that match and it made a difference. I don't know if, like, okay, it helps the babyface persona. It obviously helps the narrative. Um, it's his opportunity to main event one night of WrestleMania, which I guess is the last thing he hasn't has. It's the last thing he needs to do because he's never gone into WrestleMania as the champion. And has he had a show closing match? Who said? I don't think he's, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's ever gone on last. 32 would have been his his opportunity. Um, 35, but because of what was going on, like Lesnar just said, if I'm not if I'm not last, I'm first. I'm first, and 
We got we got know. we got a good one though. I don't know if you wanted to be the last match on an eight hour show. Cause it was literally eight that hours. That was a long yeah, that was a from long the time long. they got there and watched prelims to the time everything was over. I think they were there. They watched a full work day worth of wrestling. I think that was the I think that might have been the, the mania that fell asleep. I think we all took cat naps during that. <laughs> that was the that's the last full length one day WrestleMania. Pause. And to the point that Kofi versus Dang well at that time Daniel Bryan, Dan Bryan was felt like the climax of the show. You had a whole nother hour after that. Yep. Placement was everything and a lot of people caught bricks behind behind that one. And then people would spend another four or five hours trying to leave the stadium after the fact. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm good. I was at 32 and, and leaving was, was an adventure, but it was nothing like what they dealt with in New York. And I was like, yeah, this is why I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So I bring up Joe because stories have come out from numerous people about Brawl Out people who don't belong backstage who are actually there for whatever reason one of them being D- one of them being DJ Who Kid <laughs> and he made mention about a, a fracas and a big some we say a big Hawaiian looking dude is that what he said a big Hawaiian looking dude came through and was handling business and everybody was yelling, which is loud, it was just, it was just chaos. It's basically, it was past paraphrasing what Who Kid said. Joe, I, so many things can be said about Joe, but not being a gentleman, not being a whole adult in the situation, not being a leader or the leader in the locker room can't be said about this man right now. Joe essentially told his version of the truth, which was, it wasn't a fight unless you want to bring scorecards involved. I'm getting again. I'm paraphrasing. It's unless you want to get scorecards involved, you're, you're not talking about the level of fight that everybody else is talking about backstage. I mean, there was an argument, but it wasn't really a fight. Whether his perception was his reality whether he's downplaying the whole situation, whether he's keeping what happens backstage, backstage, whatever it may be, whatever he said, he he, he said that. that. That's what happened. Look, you've heard, Joe, go ahead. Joe's always been one of my favorites. And the whole time we, okay, we used to have this thing we would say on the show all the time. There are certain talents that we will die on a hill about. Samoa Joe is on that list for me and always has been. Simply. When have you ever heard about him doing something like egregious? You haven't. Ever. Ever. he He is the unquestioned adult in the room. If we gonna fight, let's go ahead and fight so we can go do business. If we not gonna fight, quit all that barking. Didn't. I know this happened on the second reign, but isn't he the only NXT two-time champion to never lose a belt? Because hmm. wait, 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 wait! No, he lost. He lost. He lost the, the fin, right? No, he lost the Shinsuke. 
Shinsuke, Shinsuke this, broke his jaw too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember that takeover? Yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ate a Kinshasa and then couldn't eat any solids. <laughs> yeah. So so he might have been a three time champion then. I think that might be it. He might be the first three. He was the first three time champion. Beat Finn, lost it back to Finn. And then, but the, the last him. time he definitely did not. He didn't lose it. He had to give it up for injury. Yeah. Because he beat Karrion Cross, right? I believe it was Cross. Yeah, because Cross yeah. that was that was when Cross ended up going to Monday Night Raw and became a ball uh, headed Cross. S and M BDSM <laughs> Cross. <laughs> Boy, demolition, man. <laughs> ah, man. Yo. Uh, but yes, that was uh, Joe. Joe. Joe is the champion that they need right now. Joe finna get out here and give you high quality matches. All of his matches are gonna make sense. You see what he was able to do for Hook. You got. I feel- you got four. You have four. Main event wrestlers over uh, in AEW right now who were all decommissioned by WWE. And they are giving us the best work of their careers. Brian Danielson, Sting, Samoa Joe, Christian Cage. I'm only going to give you two of those. Uh, I'm sorry. This ain't the best work of Sting's career. This is this is easily the longest run of Sting's career. Um but he's it's a protected run, I will say that. But he's doing some ignorant stuff. E- even if we're gonna talk about like older Sting, I like the TNA stuff better than any. No, nah, nah, I'm totally with you. I like I like TNA Sting better than I do w- WCW Sting. Keeping it a thousand. I, I'm not gonna say that because I was there for Surfer Sting all the way through Crow Sting. So oh, I was there for w- Blade. I was there for Blade Runner Sting. What are you talking about? This is in Mid South. Like you see, you see, but think about this: you got 18 months of Sting doing nothing that was more marketable than than him wearing NWO colors. Lightning in a bottle. <laughs> you had one job when you caught lightning in a bottle, and it was to crown that man and then start over. And for whatever reason, we won't go into it because we can't go back to 1997. It didn't go the way that we that many fans thought that it should go. And because of that, history is different. Then, you know, TNA Sting has various levels. You've got Joker Sting. You've got Main Event Mafia Sting. Main Event Mafia is one of my favorite factions of all time. I can't say it's my absolute favorite. Main Event favorite. Mafia does not get enough love. I keep I keep it real. But on for even, but for TNA, that that may that may have been the best faction for TNA. Even the energy around Sting's WWE debut was sky high. Just so happened that we were in a situation where he was. It may have been better for him if he had never shown up. Because we only really wanted him there for one reason. One reason. We never, and we never got that. So I'm, I'm almost like, you know what? If we would have been better off, 
Now, Sting's pocketbook would say something different. His, his checkbook would say completely different. But from a fan perspective, it's like, eh, I could have done without this because y'all, y'all, y'all kind of, y'all played, y'all played in our faces with one of the greats. Because WrestleMania 31 was what it was. It, it was a nostalgia act. And then he still, he ended up taking the L. And then he had a, a couple of other cool moments. And then you had the match with Seth Rollins. And yeah. Seth Rollins went Seth Rollins. And according to Bret Hart, <laughs> we do not, we're not co-signing anything anyone says. Do we Do we have that quote? I, I, we need to read that quote. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Talk, talk to these people while I find it. Yeah, it was rough. Oh. Uh, Buckle bomb in the corner, decommissioned Seth Rollins. More than likely, uh, like, no, it was never confirmed, but it was a neck injury that possibly could have been a, a, a fractured neck or even a severely pinched nerve. Either way, it was enough for WWE to t- tell Sting to sit it down. They give him the Hall of Fame honors as, as a, a proper going away, a proper goodbye, and that's that. Um, so I found a quote. Okay, so it's basically... Tell me who you're talking about without telling me who you're talking about. It's so, basically what Bret, Bret Hart is about to do. The quote comes via uh, Bill Bahati TDS, and the quote goes as follows. What goes around comes around, and our friend here is learning that the hard way. Don't waste your sympathy on him. Save it for Finn, who lost valuable time due to an injury caused by Mr. Karma Chameleon's reckless behavior. <laughs> Finn does... Finn deserves our sympathy after injuries cut short his momentum and years of progress. While he still has a long way to go in his recovery to the top, at least he's making an effort. Ultimately, this situation boils down to the principle of karma. You can't feel sorry for him. The hitman is living up to his name with these shots fired. Pow, pow, piggity, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> click, click, boom. Man, I don't even. Bret Hart. Grumpy old man. Get off my lawn. All these things come to mind, but he's never off base. Like he's 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 can't miss with these words. And he's his assessments are spot on, even if you care not to hear from him. It's all right. It's all right. Um, also on the table. Oh, we had technical difficulties starting this show. We were supposed to, we were supposed to do this show a few days ago. And as we started the show, I was telling Swab I had beef with TNA. Swab wanted to know why I had beef with TNA. I did. First of all, TNA's back under the name TNA, in case you've been under a rock. They got a fire collection of belts in their in, in, in their collection right now. So uh, in, in a possession. TNA has done the most to bring back the nostalgia of the original TNA while moving forward. So it's an amalgamation of 20 years of history with this wrestling company in all its, all of its forms. The Global Force form, the Impact form, the Dixie, Dixie, Dixie regime, and the Jeff Jarrett regime. 
all it wrapped up into one. What they failed to tell people was on this very first episode of the rebranded uh, Impact Wrestling show, TNA Wrestling or TNA TNA Impact rather, to recheck your DVR because mine is still trying to record Impact Wrestling, which doesn't exist anymore. And you know what they did, Suave? You know what they did on this first episode? What they do? Take a wild guess at who wrestled on this episode. Uh, Chief J Strongbow. You said J. <laughs> you got that part right. But the Chief and the Strongbow, swing and a miss. J Lethal. It's just really a first initial of a first name. Like. Oh, uh, <laughs> KBL. Hell no. Mm, wrong, wrong, um, wrong channel. J. It's the first initial. J. J. Tell you what, um, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to get get this out the way. Make it easy for you, please. Josh Alexander versus Big Bruv. Two. I mean, it's for free. Guys. For free. And you don't bother to tell people to recheck their DVRs so that you can actually get. Now, I believe the show is on uh, it's on YouTube now. They, they had a busy week of belt rollouts. It's just I something that got overlooked. Also overlooked I mean, was, the, was, the, was the goodbye in the title change. Trinity and A is now gone. <laughs> uh, Jordan Grace is now your new Impact Knockouts champion. Or they're a TNA Knockouts champion. I'm setting up car service for the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pick you up around back, and then you can just, yeah, you can wait till it's time for you to enter, to come through the room. Yeah, we got you. I'll uh, talk to you later. And then also making its rounds is that, uh, of course, President Tanahashi is giving Okada his good blessings at New Japan. So uh, Okada is gone from New Japan. We missed that in the mean, last episode, but like it, it's it's time. Like, I mean, that man is free to go wherever he wants to go, and if he wants to expand his global footprint, there are people willing to pay him. Now, we know who's probably willing to throw more money at him mm-hmm. and accommodate more of his demands. Mm-hmm. However. There is a group that does have a substantial amount of money who does know who he is, who are more in a place to take advantage of his in-ring talents than maybe the previous regime in Stanford. And they have the one thing working for them that he wants to work a WrestleMania. Do you think it can wait another year? Reason why I ask. Why would it though? Reason why I ask is you had uh Forbidden Door was it one or two this past year? Was that two? Yeah, this year was still uh, 2023 was Forbidden Door 2, correct? In Canada? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Main event of that one was Brian Danielson versus Kaz Okada. Kazushka right. Okada for those that need to know how to pronounce his name, not Kazuchika. 
It's Kazuchka. Listen, it's the internet. Not everybody's smart. And truth be told, it's really Kashka, as the U is actually silent. I digress. If you really, do me a favor, I know you're in the middle of a story, but could you could you tell people how to pronounce uh, the Stone Pit Bull's name, please? You haven't done that in so long. Pause. Tomahito Ishii. There are two eyes. You pronounce both of them on the end. That is three eyes in the name. Tomohiro Ishii, not Ishii, Ishii. Thank you, I appreciate you. Continue. W-Y-B-A. Anyway. <laughs> P-A-F-N. <laughs> uh, we bring that back for 24. Yeah, yeah. just hold, hold, hold yourself. When they when get to Twitch, you're going to get real ignorant. Kaz uh, Okada versus Dan- uh, Brian Danielson at Wrestle Kingdom this past like two, three weeks, two, three weeks ago, that they just showed on on American TV uh, last week. By the way, Chef's Kiss, great bow for a second match with Okada getting the getting his lick back. You gotta do a three, especially after the way that one ended, and Okada getting his lick back. You gotta do a three, and the best what? place to do this three. Let, let's let's book this in advance. Brian Danielson gets carte blanche on whatever he wants for a match because of his wrestling schedule, right? Yeah, I see where you're going with this already. Go ahead. I like Kaz Okada for Brian Danielson in London. Put it in Wembley. Put it in Wembley. And I I I agree. If he was to go that route, that's probably what you should do or something close to it. My question to you from a Stanford perspective is what that got to do with me, punk? That ain't got nothing to do with me if I'm in Stanford. I don't care nothing about that. What if hit, hit hits herb? What if <laughs> what if Kazokata signs to the E they let him keep his name and they let him put it in Wembley for number three? In your, what? Who in their right mind would allow that to happen? Why would, why? Don't even, don't, I don't even want to get into the how because the how doesn't exist. Tell me why. Why? That's all I want to know. Just give me the why. If you're, if you're an executive in Stanford or you're on the TKO board. If, 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 if I'm on the TKO board of directors, I don't even care that there was a one or a two. Okay. That's well, I, exactly. I, I, no, I watched. I'm sorry. I watched two. I didn't care that there was a one. So to the me, two was the that, one. I guarantee you, the only person that's currently on the board of directors that watched either one of them just got there today. Hundred <laughs> percent. Now, so we'll go into the Stanford offices and just deal with WWE. Why? Why would they agree to that? What do they? What benefit does it give them to agree to that? with a contracted talent. Let me ask you this. The last time WWE did anything remotely close to this was when Ric Flair was inducted into the Hall of Fame with the Four Horsemen while he was under contract to TNA. And a certain talent from WWE was sent to Slammiversary 
while under contract to WWE. Do you remember who that talent was? I'm trying to remember. Was that is that how they got Christian? That's exactly how they got Christian Cage. Yeah. Okay. I was getting a little twisted on the story, but I was like, I know there was a talent trade once before, and it was like, okay, but Christian went on to do some some great work in TNA. But at the time that that talent trade took place, was Christian standing at a point to where Stanford thought it was gonna matter? It was a raw, if you're looking from a stock up, stock down perspective, TNA got a net neutral. I think that was the only person that Stanford was gonna give up to get Ric Flair uh, for a Hall of Fame. So I think we got- Yeah, you weren't getting Cena, fam. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what he was. If he, I don't care if he was still wearing throwbacks and Reebok pumps. You weren't getting seen. <laughs> I, I don't even remember anybody else that was in uh, WWE at the time that had already, you know, done time to to, to significant part, portions over in TNA. But then again, the only people who went to TNA and did significant, uh, a significant a bit, a bit, a, a bit, significant bit of business. Let me get my there words out. Uh, for TNA after leaving WWE would have been Christian Cage. Jeff Hardy wasn't in WWE at the time. In fact, he was still recovering from the whole Sting situation. Um, no, what? No, no, no. What year is this? Um, because we we might be overlapping parts of history. Let's see. When did Four Horsemen go in Hall of Fame? 2012. Okay. So no, so it's all all this is the same time. So when when was uh Christian Cage's other run in TNA? Didn't he have two? No, he just had one. Right. So wasn't that after? This is after this him going back. This is one more match because this is right before Edge retired. Okay, gotcha. So that's where I was tripping at. I thought it was No, no, no. He had already gone yeah. and come back. His run was like I want to say two, maybe three years. Gotcha. Christian wasn't Christian wasn't back in WWE a year before he went back to TNA for that anniversary. Gotcha. Cool. Bingo. We on the same page. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. But you see, but you see the level that Christian was at when that talent. But trade and happened. see, this is and this is the problem that I have with 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 your question. I don't know of anybody that they'd be willing to give up because like, you know, it's not like the only person that's ever gone from where well, really you got, I think what two to have gone from AEW to WWE, Lexus King and Cody Rhodes. And then you got a, a stone cold sessions out of um, Y2J. That was that that wasn't necessarily a talent trade because at the time, if I'm not mistaken, why? I mean, it had it had to be okay on both sides. And that had to be approved. And that was that was I was off the strength, right? Like that was there was nothing that went. Was there anything extra that came with that? Any any nah. shake with the fries? Nah. And then here's the other part: your the owner, your owner and operator in Jacksonville has been Twitter beefing with Stamford non-stop almost hold 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 that hold that for just a hot second 
Hold that for just a hot second. I don't know Tony Khan's international nationality. I don't know his heritage. I know he's from Chicago, but I don't know his heritage, right? Right. But smart money for me, regardless of how petulant of a child he may seem, he does do good business and he knows numbers. He was the vice president of statistics for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that was his official title. I don't know if he still is that. That is his title. But I know at one point that was for sure his title in Jacksonville. That said. How well have the Jacksonville Jaguars performed under his his tenure in that particular space? I mean, piss poor, but I mean, they 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 they, they snatched okay. the they snatched the, the defeat of uh, a playoff run from the jaws of victory and actually got themselves axed out in week seventeen. So I mean, this this very season. Yeah, I digress. But let's say this: same Tony Khan who who would just hinder gender. Do you, do you do you do you think do you think that was a hinder? Because not I've all because I've always gender. said the best form of free advertising is as negative press. At some point, you gotta know when to put the phone down. Yes, I I, I totally agree with you. Shut the Erica up. Badu, <laughs> Erica Badu voice. I can make you put your phone down. You need to put your phone down and stop. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, stop. But you turn you turn gender into a ratings draw. Literally by tweet, you got more attention for oh, gender than you did for your ver- own show. Night. You make you you Tony Khan made Gender Mahal losing in Little Rock to Seth Rollins while getting a knee injury look like a, a bad idea. A point <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Made his made a main made his first main event in how many years? Ten. Well, no, it ain't been that many, but it still. Chill, bro. <laughs> I'm entering gender. My bad. Don't. Yeah, it will be no gender. Mahal there, there's no slander. Yeah, there. My bad. But he realistically, he hasn't had a main event since his title run in 2017, which was snatched away from him on a house show. Never forget that. Well, we know why. We know why. But it happened in a house show in the UK, which was crazy. But you made that appointment television. You half the time you're not able to do that for your own show. You made someone else's show's main event appointment television. The main <laughs> event, and you were going up against a Monday night football playoff game. All be all because you took a pot you took an unnecessary pot shot at someone who had done done nor said anything negative towards you. And let's be honest, man. No, going back to 3MB, no one really wanted to hate gender. I don't know why anybody wants to hate him, period. The, look, the dude is a professional. That's it. He he goes to work and does what's asked of him. I love My- his business savvy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah <laughs> shout out to his supplement line. <laughs> We'll drop it by name, gender, if you want to come on the show and talk about it. But you know, we already we already know why that probably won't happen. But (laughs) we have to have some advertising integrity. Now, if you want to do a whole like rep code thing, like we're open to that too. But we just need to have some dialogue. Yo, yo, Yo. how about this? How about this? Who was recently released from WWE and is doing a marvelous independent world tour right now? Uh, Ziggy. 
I wouldn't call him independent because he is about to sign or or has signed with Impact. I mean, he pop, he popped up in a couple places you didn't think he was. That though. that's also true. Yes, I'm talking about Ali though. Oh Mustafa, yeah, yeah, Mustafa Ali. Ali is doing the angle that we wanted him to do when he dropped that video when they pulled the plug on him. I don't know why he's not signed in AEW already doing this exact same gimmick. Tell me why Jinder's doing it though. <laughs> I, but see, I don't know if he's gonna keep doing it. Like he did it as a setup for The Rock and actually got some heat while doing it. Then he came back and kind of did it again with the build up to Seth, he had his match. People at there was a there was a a respectable percentage of the fan base who thought, you know what, it might be a good idea to go ahead and get this off Seth. There is no better time to do this, especially with what's going on right now in um in, in this country. Come on, man. Hey, look, all I'm saying is the money is where the money's always been. They didn't move it. They didn't change the combination. It's in the same safe it's always been in. Personal issues and things that are near and dear to the viewing audience being under siege is 100% a way to generate cash. The foreign menace on domestic domestic turf always works. There's never been a time where it didn't work. Rest rest in peace, Shiki baby. Shiki baby. Good try, Terry. Uh, Colonel the Beers versus anybody. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter versus the triangle anybody. Terror. Wait, Sergeant Slaughter versus anybody both ways. Oh, as so. as. As, as as the U.S. hero, as the anti-American, right? Uh, Ludwig Borga, Nikolai Volkov, good one. Boris, no, we yeah, Boris Zukov, the uh, the, the, the Koloffs, even even Japan, the Great Muta, the, the what, Mister Fuji, facts. If you really want to keep it a buck, if you really want to keep it a buck, even though he was gang, Yokozuna. Facts. The first run, yes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, It's another foreign menace. Oh, Muhammad Hassan. Oh, oh man, we will we 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 can never see him again. Tiger Ali Singh. You know, you know, he's a um, he's a principal, right? Yeah, he's a principal in like New York or something. Yeah, Tiger Ali Singh was another one. He'll we'll never see him again. Shout out, shout out to our OG, our OG the Sultan. For those of you who the remember Sultan. that, but that brief period of 1997. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's We need a tournament to crown the greatest foreign menace of all. The time. greatest foreign menace. I mean, hell, if you you have to go back and and do some some YouTubing on the original Sheik, but. Foreign menace, foreign menace, <laughs> and you know who on the cool will be the greatest foreign menace ever. They just haven't pulled the trigger. Walter. Oh, oh, oh! They, they, they tried it. They so he's so good in that's the ring. That's part of where where that name came from. Yeah, just, mm, that's not bright. Yeah, he he's so good in the ring that that probably would have damaged his career. 
unless he would have like gotten future endeavored or something something like that but they need to keep him in wwe the best thing ever happened to Walter was when they changed his name to gunther they dropped that last name yeah that last name is what had it almost yeah it would have been grand it was canceled it was cancelable soon as you do as soon as you were to hear that name and then do the googles no I guarantee bueno. you, even even with the SEO and turned up to full volume, that wasn't going to be the first thing to come up when you Google search. I mean, if if there was somebody that actually committed a uh, an egregious crime against humanity that that had my name, it could be argued that I would be named after him naturally because I would be younger than that person. But I guarantee you, my list of nicknames they'd be they they move up in, in priority. Oh, Vladimir <laughs> Kozlov. Yo, uh, uh huh. H- how about this one? Uh, everybody knows him as Barry Darso at, or the Repo Man, right? Crusher Khrushchev. Crusher Darso became a Russian sympathizer and aligned with the Kolovs and became Crusher Khrushchev literally overnight. Overnight. <laughs> Um, does Kamala count as a foreign menace? Absolutely. He's the Ugandan giant. Facts. So there's an, he didn't do the anti-America sentiment, but he was, he he was. Oh, but I know who did. Who that? Who brought Kamala to the dance? Kim Chi? No, sir. Which dance? General Skandor Agbar. Okay, well, you, yeah, you're talking about our, from our local community. I thought you meant like we're on a national scale. No, it, 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 we don't. We don't get them locally. Or we don't get them nationally if we don't get them locally. And if it wasn't for General Agbar, I don't even think we know Kamala. Okay, I, I'll let you have that one. Oh, the fabulous Rujos, foreign menaces, <laughs> different type. How, how 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 are Canadians foreign menaces? You gotta watch the Rujos. Yo, we're, didn't, we're didn't, all American boys. Didn't Jock get open on Good Try Terry? Pause. Probably so. There was a video where he got loose. I want. I, I may be wrong. That it was Good Try Terry, but he got loose on some on a main eventer. And Jock want all the smoke. Oh, literally. Like Jacques Rousseau <laughs> wants all the smoke. Literally. Jacques, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dino Bravo. Rest in peace. Oof. Oof. One of a foreign Oof. Earthquake was from Canada and he was the Canadian earthquake before he was just earthquake. So technically, foreign menace. Oh man. Oh Bill Bill Watts created one that in a lineup with Eddie Gilbert. Um uh Hakushi. Hakushi was another oh boy. Foreign menace. <laughs> uh I'm finna get in my bag here in a minute. Um what's the dude? From WCW, um, I want to say his his first name was Kaz. It was Kaz something. CW Kaz Kaz Hayashi. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yes, Kaz Hayashi. Was that is that the one that broke uh, Hawk's arm, quote unquote? Mm. Who, who was that that broke Hawk's, Hawk's arm? Like a arm, like a some kind of arm bar where Hawk, where Hawk went solo for a minute. I know what you're talking about, and I'm not a hundred percent sure who did that. Uh let's see here. Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to find. Uh, 
foreign foreign ministers in WCW because this was trying to think about who really got a little bit of burn. Well, Lord Steven Regal. <laughs> he now he the blue bloods definitely him a and Dave minutes. Taylor and and shout out to um to Sir William aka Bill Dundee. They 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 didn't have a a, a, a kind opinion of Americans. Eddie Gilbert's guy was Korchenko. And who who was with the uh, who was with the Koloffs? It was one of these uh, one of these Bill Watts angles where he had to bring another Russian in to get buried by a Russian flag. Wasn't the Great Kabuki a foreign menace? He was definitely a foreign menace. It was built to be the father they, of the they, Great Muda. Kabuki-ish. <laughs> uh, we got Muda. We got who else was a for, like a foreign menace? Yo, who was who was that that uh, who was it, was it Muda that that, that got uh, choked out Johnny Weaver? For Dusty Rhodes? Ooh, I'm, I don't know. Uh, That's, wow. Let me Google that. Who <laughs> who choked out Johnny Weaver? Uh, it was a Japanese wrestler. I can tell you that. I want to say it was it was Muda, but it because uh, it was around that same time because Gary Hart was bringing in all the uh, all the Japanese stars. Uh, Johnny Weaver put he put somebody in a, in a sleeper hold. I'm trying to find that now. Oh, I give you a four minutes. The uh, Toru Tanaka. That's one of them. What 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 the uh, the 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 Vashans foreign oh, menaces. Mad Dog. Mad Dog and Butcher. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take it. Uh. Are you a foreign menace if you're from parts unknown? See, that's a whole different animal because I was about to say the missing link. That's a different that's animal. Why, you know, when I ask that question, <laughs> we never lose focus. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask about. Okay, so parts unknown, we can't we can't really do that. Um That's a that's a tournament. That is a tournament. So I think we should we should go back and Write those down and then knock off a tournament, find out who the greatest foreign menace of all time is. And we all say all that to say if they would just give Ali a chance time and a chance, <laughs> we can move the needle because New America Ali, from what we saw, best for business. Man, really, really good for business. And it's good, it's the good kind of heat. It's, it's polarizing heat. Like, you're either going to love it or you're absolutely going to hate it, but there's no in-between. There's no board of this. It's a galvanizing heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk about the uh, the Greensboro build with one particular aspect? Or we want to wait on that a little bit? I mean, we can, because if we don't do it now, we'll probably never bring it up. So, so we because we don't, we don't care about it. Oh, let me back up real quick. Um... I, I jumped over this. We were talking about Okada. Uh-huh. That the the article that broke the story about him possibly signing with uh with AEW or being a, or AEW being the front runner for him to be signed is uh was a Sports Illustrated article from Justin Barrasso. Mm-hmm. Justin Barrasso has been pretty can't miss with the stuff that he's put out there, unlike a lot of these other online outlets. But Sports Illustrated, you can't be willy nilly with your information with Sports Illustrated. Following that release of that article, Sports Illustrated laid off the majority, if not all, of its staff. 
that may be the last thing that we see from Sports Illustrated is an article talking about the landing place for Kazushika Okada. That's crazy. And and to be to be frank, like the hype around Kenny Omega that started while he was in Japan is largely due to Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated and Justin Barrasso for, specifically. For, for the for the casual fans, and you know what we always say about the casual fan, or for for the fans who aren't crate digging Japanese wrestling at the time. Like you really had to be dedicated to watch Japanese wrestling because of how many different hoops you would have to jump through just to get the content. There were there are three things that Sports Illustrated have has come synonymous for over the years. Swimsuit edition. Swimsuit edition. Iconic shots. Championships. And, and the body, the body uh, issue. They they went from they added another level of clothes clothelessness to their uh, their I repertoire. Wasn't wasn't aware of that. Now you remember when they used to do the the issues where they would have. It would be athletes. They would be posing nude, but not in like the Playboy hustler sort of way, but like in the artistic mm-hmm. statuesque. That did they do Serena Williams like, like that? Yes, Serena Williams. Uh, I think Prince Fielder did one. Uh, and the reason Christy, I know Christy Brinkley I, did one too, like post post modeling career. See, and the reason I know about the Prince Fielder is because people, it, it, it was something I had to hear all the time. It was like Suave, is that you? Like, Whoa. Chill, <laughs> Chill, bro. Chill, ma'am. That way, everybody be cool. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) Hey, we don't all look alike just because we have we and him have a beard. We have similar similar neck history. Pause. (laughs) Pause. No Roddy. No Roddy Strong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nah. No, thank you. All right. So, uh, Nick and Matt Jackson. Are apparently hey, the hey hey hey! I want you to enunciate a little better when you do that. Nick and Matt Jackson. Thank you. Hit the bell for yourself. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> them those guys. I almost called yeah. them them dudes. No, those those spy versus spy. Yeah, those guys decide that it's in their best interest to take on Sting and YFN Darby at Greensboro. For uh, AEW Revolution on uh, Saturday, Sunday, March second, and uh, so that's a great day, no matter who's doing what. I I was listen. I, my planning was all off. You, the first off gang meeting up. Let's, let's shout out for that. In the first and foremost, because it's going to be a whole lot of this. And please believe. Price just went up. Oh, I'm gonna be with some, with some cigar aficionados too. You're gonna be with some players. You're gonna be with some. <laughs> you're gonna be with this, some players. This player city. You uh, feel me? You you coming out to my city? We gonna we. I'm gonna show you how it's done. Dumb, dumb, dumb what's, the, what's the weather looking like? Am I gonna have to purchase a, a a real quality down jacket? Pause. Absolutely not. Okay, great. A, a, a fly T-shirt and a dry fit hoodie do you just fine, sir. Because look, I was finna, I was finna be on, uh, I'm finna be on the North Face, and I'm really trying to figure out the uh, the whole merchandise situation. I'm sorry, in February, I'm sorry, March the second is a Saturday. I got some plan for that. March the second Saturday. March the third is the actual pay per view, which is Sunday. Yes. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be a whole lot of turning up before, 
whole lot turned up after. It's gonna be it's gonna be a litiation. So anyway, mm-hmm. back back on the letdown though. Right. These fools had the nerve to talk about using their real name real names as Nicholas and Matthew Jackson moving forward because they're throwing their weight around as EVPs of AEW. Now, well, the irony is everybody within an earshot of the internet can find out that Jackson ain't even their real name. So why would you say like Nicholas and Matthew is like your real name when you know because, because talk to him, this, talk just talk to him. There is this stench cause there's yes but there's a cosplay element to everything they do that whether they intend it or not comes off as like backhanded sarcasm to the audience to the level that it feels like they're you're disrespecting their intelligence like you don't take it serious so you don't expect them to take it serious and because of that nothing sticks now before I go any further on that, I'll say this. Reportedly, Sting requested this. One, because he wasn't going to do a one-on-one match, which I was hoping for, but, I mean, hey, his, his body. I, his I, I'll tell you why I wasn't hoping for that. There was one candidate. Who? I'm not going to say his name. But it's not. it's a match I definitely did not want to see. Oh, no, 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 no. If it, if I was going to get anything from him and Sting's final match, it was going to be one last turn. What I, what I would have wanted, and this is me, if I had the pencil, it would have been Sting versus Darby. And it would have started as a, air quotes, as a friendly, but that same, the same turn we just discussed from the guy you didn't want in the match, that's how we would have gotten over that because Darby needed to go over Sting would have done the favors on the way out. Darby's a star. He gets another rub. Pause. And then we're, we we move forward. Storyline only, because I do not want to go to hell for this statement. Okay. I would have loved for Sting to go out knocking Lex Luger out of his wheelchair. Now, granted, we know Lex Luger's no condition to get up from the wheelchair, but if he was, what? if he Where was. Where did this come from? What is wrong with you? He said one last turn. For Darby and oh. for Darby. Oh, for Darby and Richard Fleer, not for Sting's going out as a face, going out on his shield. Absolutely, I mean, if, he, the, if I'm booking it, but we had says, we had a small heel run from from Sting and TNA. Of course, he started his career off a of power team USA, and then went to the Blade Runners. Now, Blade Runners was supposedly a heel team. The uh, the Eddie Gilbert answer to the Road Warriors. Um, and, then, and then Tomato Face Sting is. Didn't they? Didn't they try Tomato Face Sting as a heel as part of the Wolfpack? Him joining the NWO, the NWO was already in a we're the cool version, so he would have only worked as a heel had he joined NWO Hollywood. Absolutely, the, the joining the Wolfpack just made him a tweener. It's like you abandoned WCW, but you're with the cool version of the NWO. So Sting comes out to rap music, and you know. Has long hair again. I, I wish I wish it was uh, foresight because that would have made the main event mafia far more powerful. I digress. <laughs> I mean, you know, revisionist history. Let me, but I take back the, the Lex Luger comment. <laughs> yeah, please. Like, we're gonna leave it in the show just so people know what the, the type. There's, of con- there's context there, but yeah. 
it's the type of stuff you work on when you're at home. So <laughs> things, you, things you say to yourself in the mirror, but you never let your friends hear you say. I just I just like did we that. Gotta, we gotta we gotta order you some new filters. Them old ones ain't holding. <laughs> <laughs> the filters this, you got now are trash, my boy. I, yeah, my bad. I, I yeah. Garbage. <laughs> Throw it away. So Sting reportedly didn't. Did, does not want to do a one-on-one match. Okay, cool. His body, his choice. We respect his wishes. So as a tag team match, I guess because of the interaction they had at Forbidden Door 2, there's that pay-per-view again. So good for bringing that up. Um, the interaction he had with the Young Bucks, he was uh, in favor of. And because of the crowd, well, I won't say because of the crowd he's playing to. The AEW audience would say, yes, you're going to be in Greensboro. North Carolina, Flair, NWA country, Flair country, Sting, Flair country, some of Sting's greatest matches. Talk to him. Uh, Hor- Horseman country, Jim Crockett promotions. You're an hour away from Charlotte, home of Jim Crockett promotions. You're Southern culture wrestling. I-85 is straight shot from Atlanta. You're right next door to Virginia. Norfolk is three and a half hours. Come on, man. They still believe in the 30-day defense rule. <laughs> they need a championship match every hey, 30 days. Why, why you should, half, half of the crowd going to believe in an over-the-top rope is a disqualification. <laughs> you jump off the top rope. Disqualification. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Damn like, Bill Watts for that. <laughs> let's hook him up. Oh, boy. But... but so, so they made it seem that that Sting was the Sting hand selected the Young Bucks. Now here's where it gets screwed up. The backlash to the Young Bucks being involved in Sting's last match was so over the top that they had to release that information to let people know that Sting chose this. We didn't, which ruined the idea that the Young Bucks were coming with this new character shift to say that we're going to erase that part of wrestling history. Mm. So it's like you, I say it all the time and because of our new format, I can't say it, but you basically just stepped on your own pack. <laughs> you, you cut your own pack before you put it on the street. You were skiing downhill with, with, with nothing on your feet. Just wasting bacon soda everywhere. <laughs> Jeezy, so, where you at? Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we call for thugging, CTE. But I digress. So now when the Young Bucks come back on television and they start to roll out this new character shift, I'm looking at it. One, this is, this is, it's not just acting, it's phony. Because... The inner the inner workings of the AEW office have become more entertaining and more compelling than what goes on on the television shows. And now because we have a situation where there are certain people who do not digest being disliked. They don't digest it well at all. So anytime there's some there's any type of backlash from the AEW faithful News gets leaked and all of a sudden someone is able to say, this is why this is happening. Because now you're catering to that to that Internet niche market and they want an explanation for any and everything and they want it immediately. 
Mm-hmm. It's my money. I need it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> they G Wentworth. They are, they are really with that type uh-huh. of energy. So now you've had the Young Bucks take this stance. And the first thing I said was, even looking past all all of the news that you've already read and all the stuff that you know, and how this is kind of... What are you doing? Uh, That's not me. Trust. Go ahead. But, um... (laughs) So, you've done all this to save face, and you kind of stepped on the new gimmick, but the first thing I said, all things aside, this is four years too late. Man... (laughs) If we had started episode one of Dynamite and they had that same energy, there may be a chance that I appreciate them now. Unfortunately, we're way beyond that. I can never. Verbatim. Hit the bell. (laughs) I can never. I will never. Ever, ever. Had they started... Had they started the Dynamite era with with this approach? Saying the elite, we are the EVPs, we are we are changing the face of wrestling, and we're gonna do so by wiping away this chapter. And then you would have had some hand-selected stars of yesteryear, and you would have targeted them. They could have been bro, first of all, not only could they have been the new legend killers, we probably could have got the Briscoes on TV without having to lose Jay in the process. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. I agree. Um, They just, they, okay. From the beginning of AEW, the stars needed to be the stars. And they took an approach of, we're gonna, we're going to take the stigma of being we're going to take the stigma of putting ourselves over away by putting over talent you've never heard of which once in a while okay it was kind of shocking but what the company needed to be successful what the company needed for the television to be compelling and successful was for their stars to be the stars not making brand new ones on night one the first AEW World Tag Team Champions should have been the Young Bucks off top because they were the most famous in the company. Get them out the way. That's that's what you did with Jericho. That's how you justified giving him the title. And I was I was iffy on that. I understood it, but I'm like, mm, see, should we just start this with a, with a one year run from Kenny Omega? That's the WCW fan of you that had the, that had the reservations. If if anything I it, this is me strictly opinion here if anything it was someone like Kenny Omega who said let's put it on Jericho because he has the household name whereas I'm with you Kenny should have been the first Jericho is pushing 50 if he wasn't already over 50 so you're making your very first world champion essentially in this industry a geriatric he has far more years behind him than he has ahead of him in this industry. I get what you're saying on now, that. Now, and then just, just the whole idea of, and this is hindsight being 2020, um, 
looking at Kenny's health struggles in the time that AEW has been a thing. It's like you got you got a one year title reign out of him, and you got a couple of very high caliber matches, and even the stuff with Moxley when it was unsanctioned. But Kenny Omega's been on the shelf every bit as long as he's been on TV. This is a fact, and I will say this: if we didn't it's almost fifty fifty booking. If we did. <laughs> That's sad. If we didn't say this last episode, I'm going to say it now. Get well soon, Kenny Omega. Diverticulitis is nothing to play with. Right. Wish wish no ill. Full recovery, you know. All the Kung Fu Kenny that I, I talk about, all this nonsense, uh, like, that All, is, the, that all the jokes we make are jokes, and those are jokes about wrestling. This is real life. Real life is different. Absolutely. Get well soon. We, we wish nothing bad upon you. You've given us years of entertainment. We want you to be around for years more. And, and with, you, with what you were saying earlier about Sports Illustrated, Kenny is who had all the hype. Yep. Like what what other wrestler do you know that's wrestling internationally that's getting pieces written about him in Sports Illustrated at that time in life? Right at, at that time, he was getting what uh, what Kaz Okada is getting right now, and people still don't understand the Kaz Okada effect. They understood that, the Kenny Omega effect simply because of ROH. And now because the reach of social media is so much greater and people don't really wait much for information it doesn't mean as much mm -mm. like hearing about Kenny Omega in Sports Illustrated at the time where he was winning the G1 for the first time and this was like and this is where this is this is leading up to the first was it six star match that they had, you know what I'm saying? The the one that had you searching. For I got, it, I like, got, I got. I mean, other than the fact of who gave it, I got beef and a, and and a, and it's the wrestling fan in me. I got beef about that six stars. Like you can't have a six star match that includes a table and out and, and outside play. And to an, see, and to this answer is why that, when we this is why when we started the show for a brief period, we had our own rating system. Man, man, we, it just it, it got season one. Go back. You got to check it. We did it. We did it. We tried it. It was I mean, it was a moment. It was a moment. But yeah, but a, fam, a moment in time. That match is what got us John Cena versus AJ Styles in San Antonio for the uh, for the title. So this is all 2016. Now, mm -hmm. mind you. Social media is. In 2016, social media is what? It's it's high on the list of priorities, but in terms, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, just in in years in existence. Oh, oh, at least ten, uh, and 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 strong form ten years. And we're talking like Facebook, MySpace as like the uh, as, okay, as like the say, bar. Okay, you're. I was thinking from the the Twitter. The Twitter era, basically. So if, but, we're, if, we're, I, if we're talking Twitter, then we're saying like six, seven years. And, Max. And that The microblogging exchange of information, basically an open-ended text message is what Twitter is. That's where a lot of stuff started to spread. And it's like, there were people who did not know what Wrestle Kingdom was before that. And Jeff Jarrett should have been the one to change it, but he wasn't. Hey, I mean... Should have. Shout out to Jeff. Shout yeah. out to Jeff. Because, you know, Jeff was great when I met Blue him. Blue Star Gang. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Facts. And we, man, we got to get that together while we're on the subject. But, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take a couple weeks off and then it's draft prep time. We can we can we can digest the NFL season after the Royal Rumble. We can digest the NFL season after they crown a champion. Hey, speaking I, of Royal Rumble, do we want to do a separate you know who ain't gonna win for this? I mean, we here. You wanna do it now? I don't know do it. Yeah, we, we, we channel surfing. Turn the channel. Man, hold up. Let me uh let me get my prep ready. Because I, I definitely wasn't ready for that one. Hold this is what happens when you do things in real time. This uh, is what happens when you channel surfing. So you know, this is you exactly find you find something new. Find something new. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> get, get well, Kenny. And at, at this point, while you're doing that and looking that up, um, all this means is that there won't be the same amount of hype on Sting's last match as maybe it would have been if you went a more traditional route. Like it'll be it'll be a spot fest. They'll pro they'll take good care of them, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully everyone comes out unscathed, no injuries. Uh, you you can never tell with Darby because Darby's gonna Darby. Um, I, I tell you this though, I wasn't really excited about this pay per view, knowing that that was going to be the main event. I'm wait, this this is the main event too. You, you, Sting's last match. You don't think the Sting's last match won't shut down the show in Greensboro? With the way Kanos has managed the entire retirement tour, I have absolutely no faith in the fact that this would main event the paper. I'm more scared that if Sting takes more spots like the one he did a couple of weeks ago, where he fought, uh, did that that uh, that uh, scorpion death drop off of, of scaffolding through a table. That now, now one thing I will say for for Nicholas and Matthew. They don't use a lot of furniture, so I would assume, you know... It'd be a safe match? It, it, it should be relatively safe. Like, all the hot high spots are going to be them flipping off stuff. And uh, it's going to be a super kick party. Yeah, I'm going to say, he's, he, Sting is going to be looking at Chris Adams by the time the match is over. Yeah, we're not, we not falling backwards through tables with our with our heads exposed, paws... Like we just we're not doing we're not doing garbage wrestling. We're not doing deathmatch wrestling. That's never been Sting's thing. I don't I've never really seen him do anything close to that. Yeah. Now it, that I think about it. I mean, maybe a jump off the cage and was it a flying body press off the cage in TNA, maybe? Maybe? That that's that's gonna be the extent. It's going it's him climbing to the top of war games. To make Medusa climb down, and he climbed down. <laughs> that, hey, look, hey, you don't get to wrestle into your sixties. Hey, to be to making be, some business decisions. To me, that's the Booker T method. <laughs> he said he never did. Uh, I think he did one elimination chamber. He said he never do another one. <laughs> exactly. And, and look, Doctor Huffman knows best. Yeah, he said it took years off his career. <laughs> look, hey, look, we ain't finna be playing no games, and I'll, I can entertain you if I can entertain you with a loaf of bread. Why am I paying for catering? Hell, I tell you, the more the most entertaining things on NXT, which is sad, is the table of candy that Booker T has, and hoping that somebody knocks it over so you can see what he's eating on that day. That's what's crazy. Uh, before yeah, it, it it is it has definitely changed the the vibe around flying in for that because it's Sting's last match. Like, come on, like, dude, is top five for me. Yeah, well, we we're going we're we're going to be able to to see. The camaraderie and us in the yes. building is what's going to make the situation I keep versus us going in there watching a classic. I keep stressing it. 22,000 people 
who love wrestling. This is arguably the largest arena in America, and that, that's going to be for professional wrestling. Like it's this is going to be yeah. unbeatable. Can't and, miss. And and this is not looking like where it's going to be one side of the arena is empty because of hard cam. Like they going to be, it's going to be close to a sellout. And we get to see Swerve in rare form. So, for these and many more reasons, we will, hopefully we can see Joe in a good match. See. Maybe it's Joe and Swerve. I hope hope not. Not right. I don't want to see that right now. I want to see that. And the only reason I say that is because while we're channel surfing, uh, it's been announced that the ranking system in AEW is back. Yep. I don't know how I feel about that. My thing is this. If you start something, you need to keep it around because if you bring it back only for it to go away and you keep and you keep this uh, this win loss record, the win loss record means nothing if this rating system goes away. Did you read the story about why it went away? No, I didn't. So, and this is reportedly, so this might not, this might not even be true. But reportedly, CM Punk was a proponent for eliminating the ranking system simply because I guess there was no real formula to it. Because you remember, you remember how things got all crazy when like Wardlow was completely undefeated and on a streak but he wasn't the number one contender. And then they found a way to put Moxley as the number one contender. So it was like, look. And then they gave him, gave him the TNT title to pacify him and then took the TNT title off of him and made him like get, they broke in the car. <laughs> oh no, that's the, that's the second time he won it. The yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like it was a whole bunch of convolution that was going on just with, with people like Wardlow. That's been Wardlow's AEW careers, convolution. That's the day. That's, that's Wardlow self-made so, pay-per-view convolution coming to a pay-per-view so, outlet near you. So reportedly, that was you know uh, a suggestion of CM Punk's like, hey, we need to do something different. This ain't really working. Let's let's get you know take it away. Now it's coming back. I don't know how much better that's gonna make the product, but it's something else. Well, before we go to Peacock for this uh this saturday's uh royal rumble the cack pause the cack uh let's, let's take it to vice or at least oh. we, we hope we hope it's going to be on vice if swerve ain't ranked number one throw the whole list away <laughs> dark side of the ring is making a return for season five <laughs> we back outside <laughs> tragedy uh, strikes <laughs> announced so far okay Brutus Beefcake. Parasailing. That's what definitely that's going to be part of it. Harley Race. That's the one I'm most interested in because I don't know what part of Harley Race they're going to discuss. Mind you, by the time he gets to WWE, it's like Jericho going to AEW. He's long past uh, like challenging for the NWA world title. Never even sniffed a title in WWF. In fact, he became the king of the ring. And even that was snuffed from him from by JYD. They were uh, trying to turn him into a character at that point. Yep, handsome Harley Race. Yeah, well, like we're not we're not in what's your finish, kid. I'll move. Like, we're <laughs> past that. It's, it, it should be interesting though, because we get to see the Kansas City Harley Race more so than the, than we do the uh, the early '80s NWA mid '80s WWF Harley Race. Uh, and, and maybe I'm just not educated on it. I'm trying to figure out, okay, what part 
qualifies for dark side of the ring i'm guessing i'm I'm, I'm guessing it probably has to do more so with his biography uh like his like his home life maybe even the stuff that happened in kansas city because apparently i think he was a booker in kansas city if it wasn't okay. his territory, so I, I who who knows? Like I'm he here did, for he it. He did manage Vader for a while. There's, there's, <laughs> there's stories about there's a dark side there. <laughs> yeah, like he's done some questionable stuff. Like it was booked that way, and this is yeah. during the Bill Watts era, so you already know what it was centered around. Yep, especially but, um, especially when you have a JYD who's back in uh, W in uh, WCW at that time and bought that watches there, and uh ron simmons They're building is, ron simmons yeah. as yeah so <laughs> you you know bill watts has a plug and play formula butch reed was suspended under watch for no reason which probably means he was just fired and butch reed got his got his uh his win underneath him from bill watts in the early 80s it, it, it's it's kind of, well we'll see um that's probably who needs a, a dark side of the ring butch reed no. or bill watts Yes, he kind of had one with the whole uh, uh, tales from the territories. But yes, I totally agree. He needs a dark side of the ring because that Hank Aaron situation needs to be discussed in public. Uh, we already saw part of of how he handled JYD. Just a lot of that stuff just needs to be called to the carpet while there's still time to make someone maybe answer for it. What happened to the UWF Mid South Library needs to be discussed. And I believe his 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 his, his uh his ex wife is still alive. I know she would love to talk about it unless she was gagged. I mean, if you gonna write a check, I, anybody's talking for a check these days. Listen, yep, pay pay, pay off the gag and let the let the check write itself at the, at that point. Did you sign an NDA or did you sign the idea of an NDA? You signed the NWA. Kurt Angle is on this this season of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Boy, that's gonna get in it. That's gonna get real entertaining. That that should be two hours. Like his, after after his biography, like his his story that's on uh, on Peacock. I mean, that's amazing. But that should be a two hour episode. Yeah. So so we'll dip into the the epi- He should be one of those double episodes like Pillman. Chris Adams, man. Oh my God! I've heard some of the stories that are probably gonna get brought up on this. Chris Adams was outside. Um, him and Gino Hernandez were a tag team. And legit best Fooling. friends. Fooling in these streets. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Steve Williams at the time, stole Chris Adams' wife as Stone, as Chris Adams was training Stone Cold. In real life. Um, Chris Adams was arrested while in, at the tail end of his career in WCW. And then... Yeah, you gotta watch the rest. Uh, you gotta watch this episode the, the, if you don't know his story. But yeah. I'm, so, I'm certain that episode is gonna be fire. And his claim, his claim to fame was the fact that he was the first person to bring the U.S. and uh, and and mass the super kick. Yes. Uh, so everything from like Shawn Michaels, he had to get like the christening from Chris Adams for him to use that. Oh, super oh no, I'm certain they crossed paths at the Sportatorium mm-hmm. at some point. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Shawn Michaels did start in Oklahoma, and he did come through Dallas at one point. He did. Uh, Sandman. <laughs> that's going to be more be, funny than his uh, dark. That's uh, going to be a history lesson. I think maybe the dark part might come from his own, you know, use of supplies. But for the most part, you know, the Sandman is the 
he's the floor plans for Stone Cold Steve Austin. He he he's the uh, he's the handwritten videotape to the DVD that was Stone Cold. Like he's the manuscript that turned into the stage play. Man. <laughs> that was later adapted into the to movie. A movie. Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's they're kind of like the final versions aren't the same, but you can see the influence. Hey, one A and two C. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh yeah, man. Black Saturday. For those who don't know, it was a day in 1984 where uh, Vince McMahon procured the time slot for Georgia Championship Wrestling, which was uh, which then became a show called World Championship Wrestling, which only lasted for about six weeks. And uh, people were not happy. You had WWF talent in a smaller ring being broadcast from TBS Studios. Um. People were not happy when that happened, and just, or 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 so I've heard. I was not I was not of age to really gauge the anything that was going on. Yeah, I, but, I, I, Freddie Miller. I don't, I don't remember him on anything, um, other than Georgia Championship Wrestling. He was an original member of that broadcast team, uh, and then all of a sudden. I think he was gone <laughs> for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was literally a black Saturday. It was it was and the, and the wrestling was terrible. It was not uh, what you were used to uh, in terms of like what championship wrestling and then uh, which became uh, superstars and the wrestling challenge. It was nothing mm-hmm. like any of that. Um. What else do we have here? Um, there was another one that I, I was trying to bring up. Oh, here it is. Uh, oh, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, a.k.a. Buff Bagwell. This one was crazy because he broke his neck in the ring, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And then tr- a, a Bulldog from Rick Steiner, top rope Bulldog. And it, it just he just landed wrong. It was on a, yeah on an episode of Thunder. And then when he came back, it wasn't the same. And then he was also part of that uh, that buyout transition for WCW into WWE. So like the last thirty minutes of Monday Night Raw, you had uh, then the alleged sandbagging with with Doctor Huffman. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You go on WWE that the the main event of the first WCW co-branded Monday Night Raw, and you completely pooped the bed. Took a dive, took the equivalent of a dive. So there's that, and then there's the male escort part of this. That has he, to get, uh, there was a TV show, yeah, about these male. It's called Gigolos, and. Nick Cannon is somewhere like I had the music for this. He was he he was featured like he was like he didn't have his own episodes and all like that, but he was on enough like he was with that crew and he was with them enough to yeah, just and then his mom his mama was there with him the entire way. So this is like yeah, there's a strange there's a strange well reportedly 
there are some strange nuances to their relationship just you know on personal maintenance and upkeep it that episode might be a sleeper for episode of season five either way you, you know we're we got a broadcast we got to talk about it we'll 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 be here for it <laughs> we're we gonna see it so you're gonna hear about it yeah there it is all right now all that out the way i think we've we've done enough of our hopping around yeah and uh <laughs> we, we we've hopped we've hopped around tv land long enough pause time to jump on the cat and bring you the royal rumble <laughs> as only we can suave you ready Nope. Hey, hey. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. Just say that bitch again. I know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. You know who ain't gonna win. We say that bitch again. I want one, two, two, three. Get your ass out. I want one, two, two, three. Get the phone. One, one, two, two, three. Get your ass out. I want one, two, two, three. Get the gone. Only because I know my son hates it. You get these beeps. Another episode of You Know Who Ain't Gonna Win. We sponsoring this one. <laughs> Put the money up. Uh, actually, you know what? No. This, 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 this one's sponsored by Fire and Ice. One time for Ice Train. Yeah. Uh, shouts out. First of all, because I, I reached out to him to see if he could hop on this episode because I would have loved to get his take on uh, Rumble Picks. But shouts out to B. Clark. Happy birthday, B. Clark. You know what I'm saying? All over gang. All over overall. That's gang. Facts. Uh, also, shouts out ICW Michael Phillips. You know what I'm saying? He Dedicated pencil pusher. Dedicated day one pencil pusher. And he and he keeps the the BPBC fax machine going, and fax as an F A C T S, not F A X. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when we get make sure all the bells and whistles are running properly. When when things have been discussed, he recall. It's it's like he's our own almanac. He's our own encyclopedia. He goes he, back and he, tells he's us. He's the one who can always verify what we're saying to make sure that we're on our on our square. When you were a kid and you had that one kid that always came back to verify that what your homeboy was saying was true, that he annoyed you, this guy keeps us in line by telling their, Fact, telling y'all. We can, look, we cannot get on here and say anything that is not factually true or, or structurally accurate, or we will be called to the carpet. So it, it makes us better. And when other people recognize that we've said these things and we forgot that we said them because we just we just spitting off the top. Yeah, you can't write this. Salute. It's a hashtag. It was the first hashtag. Bing bong. <laughs> There's that. So yeah, shouts out to you too, my guy. Michael Phillips, Pencil Push Extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a whole lot of gang going on around here. We might start doing it, highlighting the pencil pusher every week. Hey, after Greensboro, we got twenty two thousand options. We we should do it like uh employee of the month. <laughs> pencil push of the month. Show brokenpencilbc.com, brokenpencilbc at gmail.com. Tap in at brokenpencilbc on all things social at brokenpencilbc on what? Everything. 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 All right. Royal Rumble 2024. So far we only have two matches and two Royal Rumbles. 
Oh, I'm gonna say two matches that matter. Both of them are Royal Rumbles. Wrong. We actually have three matches that matter and Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the US title. Swap who ain't gonna win. <laughs> That is rude. That is so rude. <laughs> Kevin Owens ain't gonna win, but that's you're rude. <laughs> he ain't gonna win. <laughs> KO's gonna give a hell of a performance. He's he gonna make sure Logan looks the way he needs to look. The story, we already know the story is the hand. The story is that hand. Facts. Logan Paul is not taking an L till we get to WrestleMania 40 weekend, and I can almost guarantee you who that's gonna be. What? Oh, who, who's that? Let me talk to you. Yeah. I got, look, the only thing that keeps LA Knight from beating Logan Paul for the United States Championship at WrestleMania 40 is a catastrophic injury, which we wish on no one. He's been injury, I think he's been injury safe his, his, his entire career. Let's not jinx him. All you gotta do is keep driving this ship, tread this water, you gonna get it. All right. For your WWE Undisputed Grand Championship, your tribal chief and head of the table for now. <laughs> I hate this is a, I hate this is about to be a running joke. Uh, everybody just relax. Everybody just easy, relax. Easy. Take a take a step back. Breathe. <laughs> breathe. Exhale. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Roman Reigns taking uh -huh. on. Randall Keith Orton, AJ Styles, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Swap who ain't going to win. Anybody not named Roman Reigns. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Uh <laughs> we did not come this far just to come, come this. this far. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Look, some of y'all ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to be able to stomach it. And y'all are ready to get off the, off the roller coaster. I'm sorry. This just ain't it. As of today, there have only been 11 people announced for the men's Royal Rumble match. I actually like it this way. Listen, the fact that you have formal, former Rumble winner Randy Orton, former Rumble finalist AJ Styles and LA Knight all in this match against Roman Reigns and they're not announced for this Rumble that means that that's possible they could show up and I really think at least two to three should show up in this match I think it, it adds a level especially depending on how the match plays out if someone is like on the cusp of winning and for whatever reason just doesn't get where they're trying to go having them re-enter the Royal Rumble in like a mid pick and make it close to the end, I think that's good business. Like, specifically, like an L.A. Knight. So let's say you had L.A. Knight. He um, he comes close to winning again, but for whatever reason, doesn't. Goes back to the locker room and ends up crossing paths with Logan Paul. They have a brief little dust-up or just a brief conversation. L.A. Knight comes back out into the Royal Rumble, say, around pick 16. Works his way towards the end. And when it's close, maybe not final four, but final six, six. final eight, yeah, somewhere six. in there. Yeah. And you think he's he's about to he's basically about to to win the Royal Rumble and, and get his solo match again. 
here comes Logan Paul. You get the the Sid Sid Justice uh, Hulk Hogan spot, <laughs> where you get where he ends up being the reason he gets eliminated. Boom, we're off to the races. Uh, let's run Good it. Storytelling. Let's let's run it down here real quick. Run it. Cody Punk. We know that from Raw. Right. Shinsuke. Final two. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Drew, Gunther, Walt, Walter in our house. Chad yes. Gable, Otis, Akira Tozawa, Kofi Kingston, Damian Priest. Are those, those people are listed? These are guarantees as of today in the Rumble. Okay. All right, and how many is that? That's 11. Okay. So. I said two more. So. It, you got 19 to figure out. I know who should be number 10. Who? A returning Ty Dillinger. Cheap pop, sure. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, you can. Okay. Because you've did it. No. You've done it once before, and only diehards really remember it. Facts, and the fact that like Stanford has as deep of a talent pool as possible right now. So the 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 options are endless for them right now about what they can do and that makes the world rumble more compelling because it's like every entrant is christmas you could actually start some interpromotional beef as well as intra-promotional beef at this rumble nxt has a has an event on sunday why mm-hmm. not why not bring in mellow and then also trick williams who mellow is actually on smackdown Trick Williams and Mello are in the Dusty Classic. They already got beef because they'll be, if they win the Dusty Classic or go to the finals, the finals matches the same night as Dragunov versus Trick Williams. Suppose they there's link up of, in the Rumble. I mean, there's, there is a lot of cool stuff that goes along with that. And because there's a there's so many different plot points that could overlap in this year's Royal Rumble. It's really going to be compelling to watch. Was Jay Jay Uso on that list? Nope. So put Jay and Jimmy on there because at some point you got to start the build for those two. Yep. Because that's that's WrestleMania bound. Why I not? Like why Solo, not throw Solo on there? <laughs> Solo, because look, it's brewing with Solo. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and that's how you know it's probably not ending anytime soon. There, there's bubbles in the water, but it's not boiling quite yet. It's not a rolling boil. Top of the fifth. Oh, 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 sidebar, sidebar. Zilla is back wrestling in Texas, not at uh, Reality of Wrestling. But guess who is now a client of Booker T's at Reality of Wrestling? Who that? The Samoan werewolf, Jacob Fatu. And you are a step away from Stanford, my man. (laughs) Another step closer. I mean, look, if we just willing to look the other way, just one time on this minor offense... I think we can do some business. I just think we can do some business. Tama, Tama Tonga is, is currently... Tama Tonga has a, said goodbye to New Japan. He's available. L- listen, top of the fifth. Top of the fifth of the bloodline story. So there's that. Is Tonga lower hurt? I'm not certain. Hmm. Couldn't tell you. Where? What is Fale doing? He's the leader of their OG Bullet Club. See, so he's he's got job security, so we we won't even worry about that. 
But he, but they were saying when he lost weight a couple of years ago that he was in position to come over to the uh, to the E. And I don't, I don't think he's leaving Japan. To be honest with you. I mean, you know, the money might be good. He might be content. And that reminds me, uh, we haven't seen him in a while in the ring. But Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, they'll probably end up in the in the Rumble, and that yeah. that that may end up starting some beef. If you just need fillers. Now, if we just if we're gonna get back to faction warfare. I can see a space where that would work. As a, I can. Well, you already got beef with AJ now that has not brewed. Like it's it's simmering. But what a better place than than the, in the rumble to just let that beef. If you decided to jump AJ out of the club, who do you replace him with? Because essentially you're you're copying Bullet Club folklore. If you jump AJ out of the club, there's no more club simply because. What have Anderson and Gallows done in any of the three iterations that they've been in WWE together? I mean, Uncle Trips is in charge now, so you would think they have a, a shot at being used a little better. I mean, and wasn't one of them hurt for just a little bit? Possibly. Because the, the, la- sure. the last we saw anything of Anderson was right before AJ got hurt, and, and they were beefing him because AJ was interfering in Anderson's matches, and Anderson didn't want him involved. I hadn't been keeping up, to be honest That's with you. That's the problem. They, they're, they're worth keeping up with, but... What we're seeing ain't that. I mean, it was uh, Tex Ferguson is more exciting than uh, than Luke Gallows right now. I don't want them doing that full time, but yes, that is entertaining. Yeah. So um, there's that. I, I see them more as like you know if we need some filler spots. Yeah, yeah. Chat, chat. Too bad. Yeah, I get you. But like, good try, Terry. Alluded to the no. fact that he might get involved. No. I want it either, but look. When you get him saying something like that, and then they release a new T-shirt, I'm just li- I'm trying to get you prepared for it. There's no amount of you can we ain't got, you no, can, we ain't got no money to be replacing new TV. You can announce him and give him five minutes to walk to the ring. There's no preparation for seeing him in the Royal Rumble for the last time. No. Bam, 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 I'm just I'm trying to get you to understand what's gonna happen. As a grown ass man, I hate the fact that I cheer for him. Well, you're gonna get you're gonna get a chance to make up for it sat, uh, Saturday. <laughs> as long as I don't break my TV. Uh, yeah, please don't. Or film it if you do. Do we get any outsiders? Like and no, I, no, I'm not talking about Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, oh, um, it, I mean, it's always possible when you have this many open spots. It, it's possible that you get some air quotes outsiders. Seems like they have a pretty good working relationship with TNA now, especially so, since TNA is streaming on the Endeavor platform. Let me ask, so is there anybody, because I'm thinking AJ in Orlando, is there anybody that gives us AJ in Orlando vibes at the Rumble? Okada. You think? It won't be, it'll break, it's a break the internet moment. I don't think there's anybody that's a free agent that we can think of right now that would give you those vibes because CM Punk's already back. Now, AJ was three. Where would you put Okada? Same spot. Really? Somewhere somewhere in the first eight because he's not winning. Okay, he, all right. Yeah, so I, I like him early. I like him in the, fir- in the first third, right? So it gives him a time to it gives him time to establish himself with the audience, have some you know pretty decent moves, show off his repertoire, 
and then he gets into the 20s, you can eliminate him and not have the huge backlash of people thinking he's about to win. I tell you what I do what I do want to see again. I, I, I want to see Brock come in and, and, and come head up against Lashley. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, Brock Lesnar in a Royal Rumble is always, it's either all or nothing with him. So it's either this is going to be a short night and I'm going to get fluke eliminated to set up my, my WrestleMania match or I'm going to end up in the final four. While I have no qualms whatsoever with Brock Lesnar being involved, what I do know is that if Seth Rollins is going to attempt to to make his Kung Fu Panda uh, pillage come true, nobody's looking for Rollins Lesnar 8. That's a fact. You think you've seen you you really think you've seen Roman versus Lesnar a lot. You've seen Lesnar versus Rollins almost as much. Oh, you know you know who's going to get a crazy pop if he shows up. Sheamus. It's a shame within roster. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring bring that back. Bring that music back. That's why I would do it. Yeah, three, two, one. It's a shame. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that, that's hard. That's hard. Oh, anybody else? Basically, um, basically on cruise control at this point. Nobody that's gonna have the impact of AJ Styles because how many of those people are just out floating in the atmosphere? Well, funny you should mention that. Let's talk about the women. Announced for the women's Royal Rumble match, six of 30. Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Maxine Dupree, and Ivy Nile. Excuse me? That's it. Those are your six. Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Maxine Dupree, Ivy Nile. That's just that's your six for the women's Royal Rumble that are in the world women's Royal Rumble match. Um okay. Naomi? Yes. Sasha Banks. I'm almost willing to say yes. You have six on in the week of that have been declared in the rumble. You have room you have room to maneuver. So you're gonna have some uh you're probably gonna have all of damage control except for EO Sky. She doesn't have a title defense. Um so that's that's another one, two, three. So you got Bailey, Oscar, and um Kyrie Sane. So that's another three. Probably so, get so the we're debut not, of J- now we're at eleven. Probably get the debut of Jay Cargill. Ooh, I forgot about her. See, the, does she does she set or break the Bianca slash Shayna Baszler record? Neither. You think they just Neither. gang up on an, elim- an eliminator? I or- think you. I think you debut her. Maybe not early. It de- 
depending on how much confidence you have in her performance skills. If you think she's raised her game up to a level where she can do 20 minutes of a battle royal where it's not it's not constant perpetual motion, but it is constant perpetual motion. Like it's not like working a one-on-one -on -one match, but you always gotta be doing something. You, you know who I'd have her training with? That who I'd have her chain training with and for just for that very reason? Who? Natty and Nia Jax. Natty, I could see Nat, Nia. Nat, so just just because like I, I have no doubt that Nia is a professional. Otherwise she wouldn't be back right. into the E. Right. Right. What the internet makes up about her is just what the internet makes up. I'm saying I said that more from the standpoint that I thought it was a styles clash. No, oh no, 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 no. I'm just talking about like just and that's st styles make fights. And I'm not True. saying that, but just because of the size. If anybody was going to get it was going to get her get Jay more gassed, it would be someone that's equal in height and larger in weight. You know what spot would what would be good for Jay Cargill as a debut? If she, you remember Diesel 1994, and this is the first time I ever we really see somebody take this uh, spot where you enter and then you just have a string of eliminations. And, and basically, she'll be eliminating mid to lower card talents, but she gets a chance to pose. She gets to talk her noise, and it looked like she gonna she gonna dominate for a while. That's why I say put her like I, I, so like you like you talking about Okada. Like if you're gonna put him in the lower third, I'd say put him at like seven or eight. Jay Cargill same position, right? And then she would run rough shot from like eight to fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I was thinking somewhere in that range. And then, and then do like yes. do like a Drew McIntyre spot where like how Lesnar got eliminated. And then you know who number sixteen is? Who? I'm on my own against <laughs> the wall. Before or after she's gone? Well, Cargill, that is. No, no, no. Bianca's who eliminates Cargill because we we going to we going to Philadelphia. Now we, now we got black on black crime in Philadelphia. Oh, oh, oh. You think we taking Jay to uh, to Philadelphia with Bianca? Wait, wait. You said we doing what? We, we taking Jay to Philadelphia with Bianca? Is we trying to make money or is we not? I figured we get the belt back on Bianca, but yeah, I mean, let's get open. <laughs> I, I, I think I think the audience as well as Bianca would be well served to take a stretch without the title. Now now you're just, sitting just here just so the audience doesn't revolt. Now you're sitting here doing WrestleMania one style booking where a championship match doesn't matter because that's exactly what that is. It's a great Punk versus Cody. You talked about that one at Mania. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bianca versus Jade. Mm -hmm. These are two matches that could headline either night of, of, of WrestleMania, although we know Tribal Chief got one of them nights. But exactly those two matches, those two matches could headline either night of WrestleMania without a belt on the line. It looks like you're going to be without Charlotte Flair unless there's. Oh, Yo, you're. Yeah, she's done. He's out. Her injuries worse so, than Seth's. And that's probably what you would have gotten for WrestleMania would have been Charlotte and Bianca. I just thought about it. Now, hers was a little bit more freakish than what we've seen, but. Her and Seth are added to the body count of ACL injuries within WWE in the last two years. Well, well, Charlotte is taking the long route. Seth is trying to fast track. And I'm like, uh, 
Fam, you know you can main event SummerSlam if you just AR-12. chill. AR-12. Yeah, so all you have to do is chill. Well, I don't know if you're going to main event it because we got other plans. I think we finishing the story in, in August, but that's just me. I really want to see the story interrupted by a cash-in of some sort, but <laughs> I'm selfish. <laughs> Somebody getting cashed in on. I know. Look, if, if Seth ends up at WrestleMania in the in the main event defending the world heavyweight championship and retains he's getting cashed in on we got till july he's getting cashed in on then i'm willing to put i'm willing to make some sort of wager on that have they announced where judgment day is going to be this year yeah it's it's international but it's not back in puerto rico oh shame is that the one that's in Paris? It might be. Google it. I'm on it right now. Yeah, do your Googles. Let's see here. Is it Judgment Day or is it Backlash? A uh, Backlash. Backlash. Let's see here. 2024. Uh, that's not it. Let's see here. Uh, yep. That's why it's in France. That's it. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, you you have... Look, I'm trying to build the best WrestleMania card possible. And there are some things that we can shift and, sh- and, and shuffle. That's why I was like, with Balter getting involved with Seth during the promo, it's like, oh, I didn't think about this as a possibility. So, what happens if Walter wins the Royal Rumble, or what happens if if Walter ends up? He's not going to Perth, from what I heard. I think there's like a visa issue, so he won't be there. Which means he can't but, be in in Paris either for our France either for that matter, right? Not it's, it's it's a, it's a six. I think it's a six month issue. I think the six months, like it it. Don't quote me because I don't want I don't want to get it wrong, but I know reportedly he wasn't going to be in Perth. Possibly they could have got something worked out because, I mean, if you have this much time in advance, you can try to grease a palm or two. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to jump too much into the mania card because you got. That's a whole. That's a whole conversation. That's a whole, that's a whole other episode. We got time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do want to talk about any other possible surprises, because to me. Unless they they put this uh, Royal Rumble on Jay Cargill to win, there's absolutely no reason for the women's match to go on last. The women's women's match should open up the Royal Rumble this year. So you saw that format that leaked, right? No. So a couple weeks ago, there was what what is allegedly a a uh, format Royal format? Rumble. Yeah, which pretty much has the matches that you have now. Had CM Punk winning the men's Royal Rumble and Bailey actually winning the women's Royal Rumble. But she has said that at least twice in the last week or two. So, I mean, even if a fan made it up, it was like, yeah, this pretty much follows WWE. Logic. It looks like lo- it looks logical. Exactly. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it went that direction. I'm just like, you can get Jay Cargill in the Rumble, have her perform well. And then set up something for her and beyond, or her and whoever. But you know the the most 
the most highly anticipated match for her first match would be against Bianca. But you could also set it up crazy if you have a returning Sasha Banks, and then that's that's your option. We got options. We got options. I'm saying. I just don't know if we got enough people. Like we, we have more than enough people because you're forgetting about the Trish Stratuses, the leaders of the world. Uh, Michelle McCool always likes to put her gear on this time of year. Candice Michelle can come back and do a, a quick pop. You got Trinity. You got Natty. I'm sure you can bring Mickey James over for an appearance like you did before. And I don't uh, think she's wrestling anymore. I think she's just 100% backstage now. Does that matter? No, no, no. That makes it even better for her to cover, especially since her husband's running SmackDown. And speaking of, of husbands and wives, CM Punk's wife was seen in some video Yo, training. Listen, AJ Lee would get the biggest pop of the night because that would be completely unexpected. And we saw her that. So okay, here's an interesting twist. Not only bring her in, but also bring Stephen Amell in for the Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, if you just have to, sure. I mean, think about it. Cody's is one of his good friends. Punk and AJ both worked with him. I mean, and they look and they're looking for a new home. Is Stephen Amell still on TV every week? No, but you can still. Okay then. Alrighty, all right. <laughs> when has Stanford done anything that wasn't mutually beneficial? That's the thing. We don't know the situation with uh, heels. I can't find season two anywhere. So that tells oh, you a lot wow. right there. So unless Endeavor is about to pick up, pick that show up and starts filming season three, where it's not, it's not even it, on the stars app. Gone. Justin Timberlake. Gone. That's but wild, the bro. Truth, I went looking for it and it has not been on there in months. That but is, the truth. That's wild. Remains there. Gone. Out of there. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I gotta do my Bunzo. Googles and try to find somewhere to watch it. Like it's not available. Wow, that's it's disheartening, I know. <laughs> As you say, Suave, that is unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. <laughs> that is disheartening and unfortunate. Now we gotta find out where they they it. making you buy the episodes. Oh, slap yourself. Will not. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't. And I saw it. <laughs> I didn't see it. I liked the first season and I've learned there's certain things you just don't pay for. Yeah, in the, the way that this that show ended, like if that is the last one. <laughs> mm. So, you know, well, I'll do my necessary Googles and track it down. I'm sure there's a way for me to get a hold to it. Well, you you, you got the hashtags. You got the, the email. Show at BrokenPencilBC.com. Broken BrokenPencilBC at gmail.com. At BrokenPencilBC on all things social. At BrokenPencilBC on what? Everything. 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 So we've done our due diligence. NXT TakeOver is going to be on the 30th. I'm not, we're not doing, you know, wait, not, I'm sorry, I'm tripping. My, I got my days all mixed up. Not the 30th. Uh, not going to be a, um, is there a TakeOver? I don't know if there's a TakeOver. Um, I'm not, I'm not, not well versed in the product these days. Actually, I would assume there would be. There, I would assume so too. There's not. Wow. Um, okay. Because, I mean, they're going to be in Tampa for uh, the Rumble. Well. <laughs> Tell him, Hawk. <laughs> 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 uh, 
What is this? Oh, now, now that you say that, you mentioned Hawk, and it made me think of Paul Ellering. So there's three more people who are going to be in the Rumble. AOP and AOP uh, and Karrion Cross. Yep. And so that means that Scarlett could possibly street, be in the women's. Possibly. You could put the Street Profits in there with Bobby Lashley, the Pride. Now, I'm hoping Ew. and I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, idea that this, this faction has been named the Pride based on like a Pride of Lions versus we're prepping for February. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm not mad at it, but I'm just like, I'm not either. But it, it can't. It, nobody's that dull. <laughs> Yo, why NXT got new colors? The hell? We experiment, I guess. We try to find the right mix. As long white, as it ain't broken pencil green. It's black, black and gold with white with with orange trimming. Like, what are you like? Is this Halloween havoc? Baby, it's juvenile. You don't know he on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's you with that big body bed, huh? <laughs> That's you with that orange around your logo, huh? <laughs> you missed them rainbow, huh? <laughs> Pride no more Skittle, huh? <laughs> Skittle in June, huh? <laughs> oh, we better get out of control, man. That's why I'll take him to the house. <laughs> hey, who's your number 30? Ooh, uh. In the men's rumble, who's your number 30? Randy. The Rock. Oh. That's why they pay me the big bucks. See, now I'm washing lettuce. Then fries. Then the grill. Another year or so, I make assistant manager. <laughs> and that's when the big bucks start rolling in. There's some pushers. Heads <laughs> up. Wait, 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 wait. Tell them what they need to do. Oh, like, rate, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell that friend to tell a friend, and then tell, tell that, that friend, friend again. Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down. We love you, big hog. Rest in peace, brother. It's a train coming through. Full <laughs> <Pull> ice. <laughs> yeah.